This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Deeks. I am joined by CeeLo, Mr. Christopher Lepresti this morning. Oh, hi, CeeLo. You never need a break. That's why you guys don't take calls we on the warm-up show. We don't take calls. We yeah. only have an hour. No breaks. These four-hour shows definitely need breaks. Yeah. One-hour show, no, no breaks to go. needed. Right we through. are good to go. Yeah. Right on through, CeeLo. I have a couple of fun baseball notes. That I'd like to go over with you, CeeLo. Mm-hmm. One of them involves uh, Madison Bumgarner. Yes. Uh, you said they, his name with so much confidence as if he's not been a big part of the league for the last decade and uh, won multiple well, I, World Series titles. I said it like, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, well, they were playing the Nationals. He's on the uh, Diamondbacks Yes. Now. That I did not know. <laughs> I will tell you, when I saw that, I was I like... I think this is his third year with them. Yeah, I, I kind of did Definitely at least his second, if not his third. I kind of did a, oh, right. Oh, right, 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 right. right, right. Yep. He's on the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were playing the Nationals, and they were winning... Seven to one, when one Victor Robles from the Nationals hit a home run and admired it a little bit. Down I've seen seven worse. one, yeah. I've seen worse as well. I agree. Uh, but Madison Bumgarner said, "Quote: Guy's a clown. Like it's seven one. You hit your third homer of the year and you act like Barry Bonds breaking the record. Love it. I love it. You love Bum- Bum- Bumgarner, yes." Said. It's so great. I mean, it fits with his mo. I mean, his personality. He doesn't. He's a he's a spicy dude. He even I think said like I'm old. You know, I'm the, yes. old, the old man. Take old get off my lawn or whatever. Whatever he said. He so he he at least acknowledges Correct. that. And yeah, he doesn't like it. A couple was it last year or two years ago? He got into with Max Muncie from the Dodgers, and they were barking at each other. And then Muncie, as he came around third, told him to go get my home run out of the ocean. <laughs> So yeah, it's fun sometimes. I mean, right, that was great. I kind of I'm with Bumgarner a little bit. It's like you're Victor Robles, your third homer. You're in a crappy Nationals, and you're losing. You're Maybe right. not the best spot to you know what a home run, but it's hey, like in uh, his own. NFL games when teams be down like twenty eight nothing. Oh, yeah, it drives and, me nuts. And then a guy yeah. celebrates a first down catch. Right. Like dude, no awareness, get yeah. lost. Now did you see what Robles did yesterday? No. So they the cameras caught him in the dugout. And he put a little. Clown nose on his oh, he little did? red nose on, yeah. So of course, then they got to Davy Martinez, the Nationals manager, after the game, and he was not not pleased about that. Oh, really? No, he goes. I saw. Our, he goes. I didn't see it. I heard about it. He's like, I'll talk to him. You know, we don't we don't do that. So I wonder where he got hmm. the clown nose. I don't know. It was just a red ball. I could have been anything, yeah. honestly. Right. He but just cut the the slit in it. To put he it made on sure he was you know front and center in the dugout and popped it on there, and there you go. Another guy I like, not just Madison Bumgarner, Nick Castellanos. Castellanos, yes. Who? What are you saying his name is? Castellanos. Nick Castellanos. Yeah. He's on the Phillies. I mean, I would think you'd know that because of the Tom Brenneman situation. What did he do? This was a couple years ago when Tom Brenneman got caught on the hot mic with the uh, homophobic slur. 
basically got banned from. You don't remember this? No, I remember that. It, right. I, so when how he, was Nick when, Cast, because it has become a famous Castellanos, become Castellanos. an infamous. It's almost like a an audio meme. Oh, so, did he hit the home run? Yes. Okay. As Brenman was in the middle of his on-air apology, and there's a I deep apologize. drive to left by Castellanos. Yeah. So now, <laughs> yeah. And Castellanos has a a knack, not that he has any control over it, but like, and it's happened multiple times since where w- whatever broadcast is happening, whether it was the Reds or the opposing team, they'd be telling like they were they were um, eulogizing somebody on air once, and he hit a home run as they were. So it's become a thing. So that's what he is most known for. So teams, uh, a broadcaster should not do things when yeah. he's at bat. Refrain from uncomfortable subjects yeah. or anything serious or with meaning while he's at the plate. Just yeah. fo- when he's up, just focus Correct. on his at bat. That's right. So I guess the Phillies fans were booing him. Yeah, because he's not hitting for any power. He's a, he's a power hitter. It's his first year with the Phillies. He's got eight home runs. And a reporter asked him if he heard the fans booing. Correct. And he said that's a stupid question. Yes. And then the reporter said, no, it's not a stupid question. He goes, what am I, hard of hearing? It's a stupid question. Yeah. And they came back and forth, stupid question, not a stupid then he, question. Then he at one point referred to it as a rhetorical question. Yeah, I'm with him on this one. Because it's this interesting. A stupid question. There was a lot of debate about this on tw- on Twitter yesterday. Whether and I saw both question? sides, yes. And there were people that came to the defense of the reporter, other reporter types trying to explain, well, of course he knows that Castellanos heard it, but it's a way to kind of – softly enter the, the, the subject and the topic to kind of like, let, you know, find your way in because then you're going to ask a follow-up. The idea is you kind of soften him up, hopefully, so that he'll give you a meaningful response after that. But I tend to agree. It's like if I'm the guy that got booed, that question probably is not going to get me to soften up. It's like, yeah, no, of course I heard it. Like, what, how could I not have heard it? What's your point? Yeah, so if he answered just simply yes, did you right. hear the was yes, yeah. then what? Then, then, then the reporter follows up. Then it's like, okay, I've got my in, and I don't know what he says. How did it make you feel? But, Do you have any response? But he could just say that. How did it make you feel? I when agree. The fans were booing? It is a strategy and a tactic that reporters use that I don't necessarily love or agree with. But then again, I'm the same guy that used to criticize for asking long questions. So you know, to each his own. It's not always easy when you have to go, especially when you're face to face with these guys, and if they're struggling or it's an awkward thing, and you know. You got to pick your spots. And this is a veteran. This is a guy that's done it a long time down there. Um, I think his name is Jim Salisbury. Um, he's, a, he's an older guy. He's been a sports reporter for a long time. So I, it was just interesting to see the the two sides. People are like, this moron, what a terrible, you know, dumbass question, basically. And then the others that were like, no, you know, that's the whole point. You're trying to. You're trying to address a you know an, an awkward, uncomfortable thing for a guy that's struggling, and you want to get that raw, natural response or whatever. So what was what I thought was a little over the top was the, the way that he they kind of got confrontational. I don't know if you saw the video of it. I did see the video. I see. I didn't. Think and the it... PR guy had to step in. A, well, because the reporter, the the guy was like, you know, he was like pointing his finger at Castellanos then, and that's where the PR guy stepped in just to make sure. They kind of went their their separate ways a little bit. There. Yeah, I did see the the PR guy jump in because I think he felt like it's you're going back and forth saying a stupid question. No, it's not a stupid. Yes. question. Yes. Well, the 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 anger level it felt like was 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 on the rise. So he just wanted to, I would think, diffuse the situation. That's yeah. kind of part of his job. That it is. Yeah. As a, as a as but a, he did legitimately step in between the two of them, and I. I don't know if he made contact with the reporter, but it was he kind of had that the handout as if to he was the barrier there. And I yeah. was like, oh, like, all right. back it up. Yeah, yeah. Did you you, s- we're done here. We got the answer. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did you see the uh, Blue Jays scored 27 runs in the first six innings on Friday night? I did. In Boston. It was insane. Did you see anything that went on in this game? I did. I mean, you go right down the list. I don't know what happened to the Red Sox. Uh, They... The only team they've beaten since July 4th is the Yankees. They've got three wins against the Yankees. They've lost every other game since the 4th of July. I mean, everything was terrible. Yes. They gave up an inside-the-park grand slam. That was the worst thing. I, one of the worst things I've ever seen. Was that yeah. the pop-up? It wasn't a pop-up. It looked like a pop-up off the bat. The and, fly and ball the hitter, to um, I called him. I called him tilapia <laughs> hosting. I did after the post game on Friday night into Saturday. I did. I hosted from two to five tilapia and hit. I reached out and I couldn't get the name. And I was like, it's not tilapia. I was like, that's the fish. Um, <laughs> Tapia is his last name. <laughs> so even his reaction off the bat, he hits it. He kind of puts his head down. And he starts to jog. That's an out. That's a fly out. Fly out to center. And Jaron Duran, who's playing center, comes in. And all of a sudden, you could tell he's got no... We see that. Guys lose the ball yeah. and you know, whatever. The lights, the, ball the sky. The lights. Normally, though, it'll land, you know, within, I don't know, 10 or 15 feet. This ball was like 100 feet over his head. One hopped the wall on the warning track in center field. And by the time he turned around and saw where it was, you could just see the defeat. And he he basically just stood there. Right. He, he never didn't even, even run ran. after it. Now, people came to his defense. It's like, well, clearly, because the left fielder... Fine. I don't. If that's me, I don't care if the left fielder is going to beat me there. Like I'm embarrassed. I've got to at least show some sort of effort and move towards the baseball, which he did not. I think because the screenshot we saw and the video we saw, there were no other fielders. Yeah, like they may have just. They were probably right. just out of. And we're also getting angle. the the heading straight out to center field yeah. angle, so you can't really appreciate the distance of where he was compared to where the ball was. So I get it. The you know a corner outfielder in this case the left fielder coming over at an angle to back it up essentially he's going to get there first. But it just was a bad look for Duran. Then they had a pop up drop it in the infield between the catcher and the pitcher and Rafael Devers at third. Now Devers is on the IL with a hamstring injury. They got swept. It's a disaster. I mean they are. How about in the fifth? Two outs, nobody on for the Blue Jays. They scored eleven runs. <laughs> That is awesome. And Tapia had another big game yesterday. Out of the, so he batted leadoff Friday night, had the Grand Slam six RBIs. I think he had four more out of the eight hole yesterday, and they beat them again. So that's why everyone now, oh, Red Sox might sell. Let's get J.D. Martinez for the Mets. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's an interesting uh, name to add to the list of guys that may or may not be available between now and the deadline. I love when a team completely flops. That had, like completely. We thought for sure that the modern record of 30 runs was going to fall. Ultimately, it did not. But like you said, it was 27 through, what, six innings? Six innings. So what'd they do? Lay off? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I And I th- would have thought, I don't I don't even know. I never looked to see if any position players pitched in that game for Boston. You would think that yeah, of all the any. games to have, you know, to have one. I get they just come back from the All-Star break, but it's like you got two more games to go in the series. I mean, why not burn a position player at that why point? Why not? The Tigers did it again yesterday. Roger Clemens' kid, I think it's Cody. 
Cody Clemens. He's pitched already. He's a position player. He's pitched three games this year for the Tigers, which is more relief appearances than his dad ever made in his career. Because they've been getting blown out. Yeah, it's terrible, the Tigers. Let's take a quick break. Uh, Boomer and Jerry Recco at six. We'll have time for one more story. But first, Amy Lawrence has something for you. Yes, Sports Minute Hall of Fame induction ceremonies yesterday in Cooperstown. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, hi, we're back. Uh, Boomer and Jerry Rucka will hit you up at the 6 o'clock. I have a few more moments with the CeeLo. By the way, I saw Pete Rose is going to be able to get on a Major League Baseball field. Yeah, for the, they're honoring the 1980 team for the Phillies. 1980s uh, Phillies on uh, August 7th. They had to ask the commissioner's office for permission. Oh. And they also checked with all the members of the team to make sure they were comfortable. With oh. it. Is he going to become an announcer for Liv? <laughs> oh, that would be something else. <laughs> get Pete Rose Seems involved like everybody in that. Else is. Yep. Charles Barkley's playing in that Pro-Am this week, right? Yeah, I guess he is. I didn't want to get in, involved. I was just thinking that would be a place that for would be a good spot. Rose to go. Yeah. You don't want to get involved? Seems like you want to get involved. Well, You're raring to go here. I, I can am tell. Raring to go, You're man. shot out of a cannon. Well, the Houston Astros are the best team in baseball. All right, relax. <laughs> relax with that. Got a long way to go here. I want to ask you real quickly, CeeLo. We have a few minutes to take calls. Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I don't know. Let's take some calls. Oh, stop. Um, I have one other. What other uh, oh, Leonard Fournette. You know, he showed up fat. Yeah. You like uh, a fat guy, as I learned I love, today. Yeah. I love fat baseball players. Yeah, I know, baseball. Right? I don't like fat football oh, okay. players. We, we got Unless one on the Mets. <laughs> we well, did that, get that's a fat guy. It looks discussing. like we took a Met fan out of the, out of the stands <laughs> and put him in the uniforms to get out there and go hit. Tell he you is what, awesome. That boy can run a little bit, Boomer. He's got he good can score feet. from got second. Good, good feet, feet. yeah. Like, good he, feet. It reminds me of John Randall, uh, Gio's favorite player, big fat guy with good feet. There you go. Fat guy, he looks like he's ready to roll. Ready to roll? So he's ready to explode out of his uniform. Roll right into pregame meal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Leonard Fournette is fat, and uh, his trainer says, no worries. He'll, he's in fat camp right now. <laughs> Come on. Man. What? Guy finally gets a contract from the Bucks, and then he balloons, and he's got to go to fat camp. Shows up fat. He's going to be. They uh, report this week. When did he go into this fat camp? He's, he's in it right now. He's going <laughs> to, He's sauna yeah. every day. Extra cardio. Extra cardio. What about those uh, the the suits, the, you know, the garbage bags? Guy who's doing that, got to wear the garbage bag. Now, Leonard Fournette did put out a photo of a fat guy, and he, he put his head on the fat guy. So he's uh, he's, he's having he's, fun with it. Having fun. What if he did the Duke's diet? Fat, 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 fat. <laughs> I'd love to train him. Maybe I'll go shopping with Leonard right, Fournette. He's been eating a lot of non-Bobby approved oh, foods this off. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not eating. Uh, Organic, best-in-class ingredients. Did you guys hear Jeff McNeil's favorite meal last night? No. What? Lunchables. <laughs> How about terrible. Mark Cannon drinks champagne with all his fancy dinners? WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.